Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 46 of Cinema Rogues. Uh, today, we're talking about the Back to the Future trilogy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty excited about this, actually. Um, if you you know, if you didn't listen to the end of our last episode when I was getting excited about this, um, as always, well, I guess as you as half the time, I'm your host, Guy, and as always, joined by Andrew. Half the time, I do want to say real quick, just part of housekeeping. If you hear sounds in the background, I do have people at my house, so sorry. Loud people doing loud things. I don't know. Yeah. Did you say you have board games going on or something? I got board games going on. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but other um, housekeeping. Other than that housekeeping, there's just normal housekeeping. You know, go listen to our other stuff. Um, Andrew does Board Game Barbarians. I do Sidetail Studios. Uh, and we both contribute to Retro Warriors. Yeah. Yeah. And I started listening to Talking Wizards again. Dude, mm, it's been an adventure. Um, it's such a good show for whatever reason like it stops syncing my retro warriors uncut feed right uh oh and you pay the most for it right I know it's it is so like it's I've got this like auto playlist in Apple in, in Apple podcasts that does the ones that are on my regular rotation so it's um I don't know code switch this American life uh Ted radio hour uh, serial and retro warriors uncut. Yeah. And the, and the RW uncut stuff, I mark most of it is played except for talking wizard. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm either like there when it's recorded or I'm on it or whatever. So I don't particularly feel a need to listen to it again. And like, I, I don't know. It just, it disappeared like in, in like January and I've been like trying to catch up because I had I had uh, I was behind on This American Life and it like a year behind. It took a while to catch up to that. Um, and then there was another serial podcast that was like eight episodes. And, and anyway, long, long story short, I finally noticed, hey, I'm into like uh, middle of February in my podcast and I haven't heard a talking wizard since like the beginning of the year. Yeah. What the fuck? And then I went and looked and they were all gone. So I tried to add. Like, you know, like tell it to update. So I downloaded like those specific episodes. It wouldn't add it to the playlist. Uh, so I switched to another Retro Warriors uncut feed that I have for some reason. I think maybe because like I was at that $40 tier for a little while. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Whatever it was, um, it, then it had none. So then I added back the one that was already there and it like had everything from like 2017 on forward. Oh boy. So it went from 13 episodes to listen to left to like 386 or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, so I started like deleting them one at a time, marking it as played. And then finally I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just going to listen to Talking Wizards by itself and hopefully it'll start syncing up sometime soon. Has it? I don't know. That was today. All right. Well, good luck. I was like, I was like picking up my kids today, like, like just swiping on my phone. My ex-wife's like, what are you doing? Like, oh, sorry, sorry, I guess I could do this later. <laughs> My bad. Uh, anyway, so uh, what do you watch since the last time we chatted? See, I watched Prometheus. I watched some of The Rock. What a great movie. Have you, had you seen Prometheus before? I had. This was the second viewing. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, I own that one. It's, it's an okay one. Yeah. Uh, I watched Her. 
Was that the uh, Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin Phoenix, Scarlett Johansson, Scarlet Johansson joint, yeah. Uh, it's on my list of things to watch. It was. Uh, I didn't like it the first time around, and it was okay the second time around. Okay. So, take that. I think there's some good good bits in it. There's some good bits. It's worth watching. Uh, and then I started right. Atlanta season three last night. Cool. Yeah. How, is that on season three? Is it? Uh, yeah, it just like started. It's still an ongoing show, right? Yep. Yeah, season three just started like a couple days ago. Nice. Yep. What about you? Uh, well, I've been watching Avatar: The Last Airbender with the kids. Uh, I might have mentioned that last time, but uh, we're still doing that. Yeah. Uh, Star Trek: Picard. Fully caught up on that. Nice. It's pretty good. I watched one episode. Have you of seen? It. Did you yeah. of like the this season or like the original? The first season. season. Yeah, uh, we started. Ah, okay. We started it. Nice. Did you watch Star Trek Four? No, I don't ah. remember. Okay. I'm not Going a huge go, like, Star Trek guy. Like I like Star Trek, but I'm not like a like super fan or anything. Like Yeah, I need to talk to Saturn about this because like uh at some point there is time travel and the way they time travel is similar to the way they time traveled in Star Trek Four. Okay. Um it's so much so that there are like complete scenes that are that are sort of homages to scenes from that movie. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I don't think it's like, you know, whatever Justin was complaining the other day on talking with that I was listening to anyway about like, uh, Kung Fu movies and, and kill bill being an homage quote unquote, but it was really just scene for scene from other movies or whatever. Yeah. That was a couple episodes ago. Yeah. That's how far behind I am. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we, uh, we switched go to sleep shows to parks and rec. I love like Parks season and Rec. two of that. Parks and Rec's so good. After you get, after you get out of the Mark Brandanowitz seasons, what a, yeah. what a good show! I thought that was only one season. I was surprised when yeah, I think it it's was like two. season two, episode one. Yeah, Mark Brandanowitz needs like, to go away. He's not a good character. Yeah, um, it's very boring. Whatever. Uh, Chris Traeger and 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 Ben yep. Ben White Ben White yep are so much better. Yep, hundred percent. Yeah, that uh, Mark Brandanowitz character, not not cutting it. No. Uh, okay, well, let's get in today's topic. Um, as we said, we're talking talking about the Back to the Future trilogy. Um, if you haven't seen it at this point, the newest movie in that uh, trilogy is 32 years old, so this is all going to be spoilers. Um, also, go watch the movies. I don't. Like, look, I don't think Andrew's going to disagree with me from, from our discussion we had at the end of the last episode. Um, if you haven't, excellent movies. If you haven't seen these movies by now, it's your fault. Yeah. Um, but for those who haven't, I have written down here, a crazy wild eyed scientist invents a time machine. Causality ensues. That's pretty good synopsis. Thank you. Yeah. I thought that was clever. Um, I guess, and, and again, if you haven't seen this, a quick sort of recap of the three movies. Um, in the first movie, my first, uh, real quick, my first uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. reading of your notes because I just skimmed it. I didn't read mm-hmm. that as causality. I, I read that as casualties. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
anybody dies in this movie. No, they any don't. of these movies. No, they don't. No, they were fun, friendly, family friendly, movies. family friendly movies. Yeah. So number one goes back to the past. Yeah, yeah. Number one, uh, Doc Brown invents a time machine and accidentally sends his buddy, his teenage buddy, Mark Marty McFly, into the past. Yep. Uh, where Marty interferes with time. Almost and almost erases himself from almost history. has sex with his mom, right? And um, uh, and then he's got to fix it, and he does. Yeah, and that's that movie. And then he goes back to the future, or, or no, excuse me, back to nineteen eighty five, the future from his perspective. Yep, um, back to the future two. At the end of that movie, Doc shows up, and he's like, "I've just come from the future, and somebody's something's got to be done about your kids." Yeah. What what Justin and I constantly do is Marty, it's your kids. It's our running joke is Marty is your it's your kids, and then we just put in hilarious things after that. Uh it's amazing. Um so then it says to be continued. Um yep. and well that wasn't in the original. In the original, I don't think there was a a, a title card at the end or an in in title card. Well, just like I don't think in, in the second movie there's not like a next time on back to the future no no there was in the theaters yeah oh man what a weird what a weird thing to do anyway so second movie well no no no. i mean this is later in the notes but if i get again well we'll we'll get into it kind of structure today we'll get into it so second movie what all right fine all right second movie uh they go to the doc shows up from the future we go to the future the far future of 2015 oh my god uh yeah, November fifth, two thousand fifteen, where we have jackets uh, that like dry we, we celebrated that day when it happened in yeah. real life. And we have Jaws three D. Uh so good. I was reading something today that like uh, ILM was working on that right, mm-hmm. and they did it, and they did their like first uh, first rendition of it, uh, and it's like it's one of the huge like I guess first CGI things that they were that that you know. Uh, the, in the industry or whatnot. Anyway, so they did this like, they did this that that render of of Jaws 3D, and then uh Robert Zemeckis decided to keep it because it looked so shitty and it thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> so they're like, all right, first draft render, let's go, let's do it. Um, so he goes in the future. Uh, we have hoverboards. Yeah, go ahead. We've got pizza that is hydrated, hydrated little pizzas. And so many fax machines. 2015 had oh my God. so many fax machines. Like one in every room. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. Um, hilarity ensues. They have to go back to the past, or go back to the present, because... Well, yeah, okay, so... Uh, Biff... Yeah, old Biff. Biff the bad guy... Uh, steals uh, a sports al- almanac that has like almanac. all the scores from 1955 to 2000 or something, or 1950 to 2000. Yep. And he steals the time machine, takes it back to 1955, and gives it to his past self. His young, so, 18-year-old self. Yeah, in 1955. Um, so when Doc and Marty go back to 1985... The world is like completely fucked because like it's one of my favorites. Young Biff, like it's like a post-apocalyptic. Like everybody's got guns, everybody's shooting. I think, I think Back to the Future Two is my favorite movie. 
it's it's a good movie. It's a really good yeah, one. I think it's my favorite. They go to the future, they go to the present, they go to the past. It's great. Yeah. So they get to the they get uh back to the present and everything's fucked and changed. Um so they uh go back to nineteen fifty five and then have to avoid running into their past selves while fixing the thing that old Biff fucked. It's great. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, at the very end of this adventure, they do, they do succeed. You know, they have evidence that the future is, is changed back to normal. Um, and then as they're flying into, or they're flying the, the DeLorean in to leave, uh, Doc's trying to land it and he gets struck by lightning and, uh, presumably dies. Right. But then, uh, uh, a man, a car drives up, a man appears. Yeah. A car drives up, man gets out of it, turns out he's from Western Union, has a letter that they've been holding for uh, 80 years or whatever. And it's from Doc Brown writing to Marty uh, at that time, at that spot, and uh, telling him that he's alive and well in 1885. Yeah. And so Marty runs to 1955 Doc and is like, hey, I'm back from the future, and 1955 Doc passes out. And then we get this weird, like, in the past. Got the, the right, right. So it says to be concluded at this, like, in title card. Um, and then there's a trailer, uh, for Back to the Future 3 tagged on to the end of Back to the Future 2, and then they have the credits, yeah. Um, and which was, you know, it's an in credit scene that was pretty novel at the time. But they filmed Back to the Future 2 and 3 uh, back-to-back. Mm-hmm. I think they took like a two-week filming break or three-week filming break and then, and then went right into it. Which I feel like they should do for a lot of movies now, but they don't. Yeah. So by the time the movie released, they had, uh, they had the footage uh, to make a trailer for, for uh, the, the one coming up, so they stuck it in the end of the movie. Um, like, it doesn't then, make sense now. Like, I feel like when they're like... Oh, uh, we're going to make Spider-Man 3, but we got to wait till Spider-Man 2 comes out to see if it makes a shit ton of money. Oh, it made a shit ton of money? All right, I guess now we'll make Spider-Man 3. Yeah, it's it, it, like big franchisers are almost guaranteed to make Like, big, it doesn't make uh, sense that they don't money. film them back-to-back anymore. Like, it's fucking stupid. Especially in, like, the the Marvel uh, sense. Right. Well, they did... I, I read this today. They did uh, film... In game and and whatever. Well, that makes sense because they're like two parter. But I mean, like they should still yeah. like. There's no reason for them to not film like Doctor Strange one, Doctor Strange two, and Doctor Strange three like back to back to back. Like there's yeah there's no reason anyway. I mean, I guess if they've written up like three movies, I don't know. Maybe they've only written only write up one at a time. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to not write as many as you can if they have it planned. Like <laughs> Jesus. Anyway. Uh, but because they were filmed back to back, they released about six months apart. Uh, one in 1989, uh, November 1989, and, and Back to the Future Part 3 in May of 1990. When did the first one come out? Um, July 3rd, 1985. You got it. Uh, but anyway, so in Back to the Future 3, uh, Marty travels back to the past to get Doc. Uh, but Doc doesn't want to leave because he fell in love with the lady. Um, but eventually everybody gets back to, uh, their respective times and everybody lives happily ever after. And I know that's a dumb quick synopsis and people have seen the movie are like, you're not talking about any of it 
I get it. We'll get into it. Uh, I just wanted to catch people up so we have a baseline in case somebody really has no idea what happens in, in these movies. Yeah. Um, so like we said, uh, well, we already told the, re- the release dates. I want to talk about that for a minute because I remember going to see these movies in the theater as a seven-year-old. Oh, I don't. Well, right. You were like zero. Or well, thanks. Half a year? Uh, the first movie I was not born yet. The second movie I was two years old. Third movie I was three years old. Two years old. Yeah. Yeah. Well, two years okay. old. You're five years younger than me. When were you born? Uh, 87. Oh, okay, yeah. I'm, for some reason, I thought you were like seven years younger than me. Like, No. Oh. Yeah, take okay. that. Pablo's seven years younger than me, so I assumed you were Pablo's age. I don't know. No, I'm older than Pablo. Sure, I'm older than Justin. Not you older. Oldie. Oh, that's right, because you were telling stories about remembering him from senior... Okay, never mind. Duh, Not older sense. than Saturn, but... No. I'm older than Saturn. Yeah. Uh, anyway, 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 but I remember going to see these movies and like, it's one of those sort of treasured, uh, childhood memories. Right. Cause like I had back to the future on tape and my dad loved the movie. Right. So like we would watch it like over and over again. And like I, when I had control of the VCR and like dad was off, you know, mowing the lawn or doing dad things, whatever. Like, and I'm just at home on Saturday doing nothing. Like, I just pop it in, watch it, rewind it, watch it again, like, all day long. Yeah. Um, so, when, uh, so when, when Back to the Future 2 and 3 came out, like, I had gone to a few movies before that, uh, you know, at that point. Um, so, so, like, I knew what the theater experience was like, and I knew, like, the things that you see in the theaters, but, like, I remember, like, seeing the Back to the Future logo at the theater outside of, like, the, 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 the actual theater, you know, like, inside the building, but outside the theater where it's playing. Yeah. Um, uh, instead of having, like, just a, a generic sort of neutral list, it had, like, the Back to the Future logo. Um. That's pretty cool. And it just... I don't know. It, it, it was so evocative of, of the movie and it just immediately felt like home. And it was, it was just one of those memories that, that stuck in my head from when I was a kid. Um, so like, I don't know. I've loved these movies since, since they came out more or less. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I just want to talk about being a seven year old going to the movies and seeing this movie. Okay. Okay. Um, directed I, by Robert Zemeckis story, uh, story by written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, um, starring Christopher Lloyd as Emmett Brown. I think he only, uh, played a single role in this movie. Well, he played movies. different versions of Emmett Brown. He did. He did play different versions of, well, he played three different versions. Well, two different versions. He played different ages of himself. Right, but he played like 1955 version, uh, and then he played the other version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fair. I don't. Do you think old Doc was like dead in 2015? Maybe, because he never worried about running into himself. Yeah, I was gonna say, did he disappear from the timeline? But that wouldn't make sense because like Marty would have not disappeared. Um, I don't understand how Marty was like an average Joe in 2015. 
As opposed to what? As opposed to like having some sort of money from time travel at some point. Like, I feel like he would have picked something up. Man, he got in a wreck. Like, I guess the next so. day, he well, fucked up his hand. Yeah. Well, he did pick that up from the in the last movie. He he saved himself from that. Right. So now he's going to be a rock star, and everything's going to be fine. Yeah, it'll be great. Uh, but yeah, uh, also starring Michael J. Fox as Marty McFly, Marty McFly Jr., Seamus McFly, and Marlene McFly. I don't understand why they had their daughter look like Michael J. Fox and not like like not get an actress that looked like both of them, maybe, or just Leah Thompson. Yeah. You know, something. I don't know yeah, why yeah. they had Michael J. Fox play his daughter. That was this is an odd choice, but okay, you know it worked, I suppose. Um, I did learn they used some like uh, new technology for that that they hadn't really ever used before. Yeah, like they've had actors in the same scenes. Uh, you know, like like doing like the dual split camera thing, right? Um, but this was the first time they were able to with with uh whatever with with the camera effects uh for using the technology they invented to have like a panning moving camera while doing split screen oh nice yeah um leah thompson played lorraine baines mcfly in back to the future one and uh two and maggie mcfly in back to the future three okay thomas f wilson was biff tannen griff tannen and buford mad dog tannen yeah Mary Steenburgen was in a movie. Uh, it, she played Clara Clayton. Yep. And then Crispin Glover was in a movie, uh, and he played George McFly. And he did a good job. I don't know. Uh, supporting <laughs> roles, you had Claudia Wells as Jennifer Parker, and then you had her replaced by Elizabeth Shue uh, for Back to the Futures 2 and 3. Weird. 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 Um... As far as development goes, I, th- there's a lot we could dive into. I mean, there are, uh, what there's an episode of of uh, the movies that made us about Back to the Future mm-hmm. on season three, I think, in, on Netflix. Uh, go watch that. Uh, you can go done show over. A, go watch it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, there's a behind the scenes uh, video that I have a box set of, of VHSs that was Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3, and then a behind the scenes of Back to the Future 2 and 3 hosted by Kirk Cameron. Yeah. That's, uh, that's, that's you go watch that. It's fun. It's dumb, but it's fun. Uh, if you ever want to see Kirk Cameron answer questions about Back to the Future, <laughs> you know. Uh, but but I did want to hit on a couple of the the sort of bigger things that and, and things that that are pretty well known. Like if you know anything about Back to the Future behind the scenes, you probably know one of these two things. Um, the first uh, is that originally Michael J. Fox wasn't uh, Marty. He was uh, Marty was played by Eric Stoltz, the guy from Mask. Um, and he's been in other stuff since, and I have no idea what, but who was he in the mask? Not the mask mask, the share movie. No idea. Oh, uh, well, okay. There's I a don't movie know who Eric Schultz is. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, that, 
There's a movie with Cher. Who was he in Eric The Stolten Mask? Called Mask. He's not. You know what? He was. He's the bad guy. Oh, okay. That makes sense. No. Um, and in fact, they shot most of the movie with with Eric Stoltz. Originally, they had wanted Michael J. Fox, but uh, he was filming Family Ties at the time, which was a huge, huge show. Um, and the producers of Family Ties were. Uh, afraid that if he took time off, you know, the, the ratings would sink or, or, you know, basically he had to have priority for that show, yeah, which was going to make filming a movie impossible. Um, and then they were especially worried because another cast member was like out on maternity leave. So they didn't want to, you know, lose a couple actors for, you know, a couple months. So they, so they, they got Eric Stoltz in there and instead of reading him, reading Marty McFly, the way he reads, uh, the way, the way Michael J. Fox reads him, sort of goofy and, 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 uh, not very serious. Yeah. Sort of cartoony. Uh, he was playing him like super serious and straight. And, uh, it wasn't good. Uh, uh, by, by all accounts, it wasn't good. Eric Stoltz wasn't particularly happy with it. Um, from, from my understanding, he didn't feel like he felt he, 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 uh, uh, what's it called? fit in with the rest of the, uh, the cast and, and the, the way the, the, the movie is going. But also yeah. he was uh, using method acting and wouldn't refer to, or he wouldn't respond to Eric. He made everybody call him Marty. Gross. Um, and like when he was um, in fight scenes with like Biff and stuff, he was like pushing Thomas Wilson, like with his full strength instead of like pantomiming. Oh, that's um, so yeah, and so apparently, like, you know, it, it was causing friction on the set. And they, um, after watching, like, uh, doing some of the, the edits and, and watching some of the cuts or whatnot, uh, they went back to Steven Spielberg and said, can we please just whatever it takes to get Michael J. Fox, do it? Uh, and he said, sure, make it happen. Um, so they went back to, to uh people producing family ties and we're like, Hey, you know, well, what did he think of the script? And they're like, Oh no, we didn't give it to him. We just told <laughs> you he wouldn't do it. Wow. And so they're like, well, can you, can you give it to him? So they did. And he liked it and they worked out a deal where basically he, uh, he worked on family ties during the day. And then when he got off of, of shooting that show, he would drive to the back to the future set, uh, and film, his back to the future scenes at night. Jesus. So he was pulling, you know, like sitcom plus movie days for, for a couple of That's months. Rough. Yeah. And they, like I said, they had filmed like most of the movie. Um, so they, I think they lost 30 days of shooting. Jesus. I think is what I saw. That's a lot, man. Yeah. Um, there, there are rumors that you can still see Eric Stoltz in the movie in some of the shots. Um, but none of that's like officially confirmed. I don't think. Yeah. Uh, like, like in the, in the scene where he punches Biff in the face, uh, there's people who like have YouTube videos of like deep dive of like, Oh no, if you can tell it's a down punch and Eric Stoltz is taller than Michael J. Fox. So it has to be his fist <laughs> that's punching, you know, Biff in this scene. Getting way too in depth about it. Yeah. Like just relax, man. <laughs> Um, oh, and originally, uh, I forget who it was. Somebody else was cast as Jennifer, but because of the recasting, uh, 
they brought in um, Claudia Wells because she was shorter than Michael J. Fox. So that kind of sucks for, for that actress, but it worked out for Claudia Wells, I suppose. Yeah, it worked out for her. Um, and then, uh, oh yeah. And then in Back to the Future 2, uh, Crispin Glover wasn't credited, but his lightness and image were used and an actor put on prosthetics uh, to and was shot like at faraway angles to show or, or excuse me to pretend like Crispin Glover was in the movie. They they edited in some old footage from the original shoot, um, and then uh, basically implied that George McFly was played by Crispin Glover the the whole time. Yeah, uh, which isn't okay. Right, like Crispin Glover, like sued them, sued Bob Gale, uh, and they ended up settling out of court. But it also um, set a bunch of new guidelines for how you could use uh, an actor's image uh, without with without their consent. Yeah, you know, at, at the end of the day, Crispin Glover wanted to pull out of the movie. From my understanding, he wanted to pull out of the movie because he felt like the Mater- the the material supported capitalistic views too much for his liking. Yeah. Um he was I think the example that he gave was he was upset at the end of the first movie that Marty's reward wasn't like, you know, love and understanding or whatever and appreciation for his family. It was a new truck. Yeah. Like that was sort of his his sort of general gripe with the movie. So he didn't want to be associated with it. Didn't want to do the second movie. Um, they couldn't come to terms on the contract. Um, and then they did some, you know, cute editing tricks to make it seem like he was in the movie and he was associated with it so they could feed off of the hype from the first movie. Um, and then at the end of the day, he, he sued them. They settled out of court and they revised a bunch of, like I said, revised a bunch of gu- uh, guidelines. Um, and now they don't do that kind of dumb shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's, that's, that's the development I wanted to talk about. I, I don't know. Like it's, it's one of those, the three movies is so hard to talk about in the sense that they're just so good. I like, I like the third movie also. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know like I was talking to Justin and he was like, oh, how shitty the third movie was. And I was like, I still like the third movie. Yeah. No, he did. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh just eat it, Justin. That's all. Yeah. So I, I I like the first movie. I think the second movie is my favorite. Uh and I like watching the third movie. I watched all of these in a weekend. Um I watched the first movie on like a Friday and then the second and third movie back to back on like a Saturday. And they're just they're enjoyable films. I don't like it's I don't really have anything to talk about as far as critiques. Yeah, it's it's hard to critique. They're su- they're such fun movies and very well put together, uh, and, and so well thought out. It's it, you know it's um, e- even even I suppose from the positive sense of cr- critique. I mean, what can you say other than it's excellent, right? Um, the. I don't know. I don't know how I'd rank them. I'm trying. I'm trying to think that. Uh, like the first one, 
after as many times as I've seen it, it feels older to me, I guess. Yeah. More familiar and more worn in. So I want to say that like, that's my favorite. Um, but the second one, I think you're, you're, you're spot on is, is, is probably the better movie. And, but the third one is just so fun and old West and, and just different from the other two that it's hard to really compare it. Yeah. Um, I mean, you do have some 1955 scenes, but for the most part, it takes place in, in 1885, you know, and it's an, it's an old Western, you know, take on these characters or riff on these characters. Um, it's funny. I was talking to, to, to Kristen earlier, my, my girlfriend, and uh, she was, I, I was like, yeah, we're recording tonight. So, oh, yeah, what are you guys recording? We didn't really watch anything. And I was like, oh, yeah, it's back to the future trilogy. And she goes, Oh, you didn't watch it for shame. How are you going to talk about it? You don't know what happened in that movie. And I was like, all right, title card. You hear clocks ticking. <laughs> Fade out, right? Um, and then started talking about the first scene or whatnot. And she was like, no, 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 no. I'm sure. Like, isn't like Huey Lewis, like playing on the radio that turns on? I'm like, no. <laughs> uh and then uh and she's like i don't believe you let's watch it so we watched like the first like five minutes of the movie or whatnot and she's like all right you were right (laughs) (laughs) i don't have to watch these movies to like remember them scene for scene um i mean i think that's the hard part about watching like talking about these movies is like what we've talked about i don't know i i don't I don't have anything that I wrote notes wise for the sh- the show. Like I think that's the hard part. Is <laughs> it's like I just enjoy these. Mo- they're just good movies. All, yeah. all three of them. Um. Well, I mean, okay, let's talk about each one individually for a minute. Let's just let's stick in the pocket of one. All right. All right. So the first movie, like. The, the idea of going back and erasing yourself from history um, for a pop movie, I guess, is a lot. It, it, I guess it gives the audience a lot of credit, right? You, you have trust and faith that you've crafted this story well enough that the audience can follow along and you're not thinking that they're uh too slow to, to to be caught up and 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 really understanding what's going on um which for 1985 is 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 kind of a leap not that people were dumb back then but that just the cinematic landscape at the time was was a little more popcorn friendly right. than than that um you know and i mean today we've got movie you know you got like the avengers that 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 go back in time you're introducing like multiverses um, but really to get to that sort of multiverse place in, you know, that particular movie universe, talking about the Marvel movie universe took what, like 12 years of buildup. You had to build it. Yeah. So for a movie to like, just dive in and say, Nope, this is what's going on. I like, you know, props to it. And, and, and I, I think it's success is, is, you know, a, a reflection of that show of faith. I mean, I think that's what I was trying to say is that it's just, it did a fantastic job of world building the first movie, um, establishing the 1955 date that they built off of. I mean, really in the second movie, they, 
they only go to three times. And two mm-hmm. of the times that they go to, they've already been, you've already been before. Yeah. So they only visit one noon time and they only do it briefly. And they kind of give you like a taste of what they think the future is going to be. And then, and then it's back to familiar territory. Granted, one of the familiar territories is a nightmare hellscape. (laughs) I read a, I read a note uh, earlier that said that when they were developing their idea of what the future would look like, uh, their sort of guiding principle was we want the future to be shitty because of the people that live there, not because society has broken down. Yeah. Right. They didn't want it to be like dystopian. They just wanted some people to be, you know, kind of shitty people. Yeah. Um, what were we, okay. So, Everybody always talks about like Marty wanting to bang his mom or whatnot, but that's not what happened. It right. was his mom that wanted to bang him. He didn't want to bang his mom. His mom wanted to bang him. Uh, dude, that that scene where they're at the table and like she's grabbing his leg or whatever, like, uh, is funny. That's what reminded me of this. But when that kid's like, "What's a rerun?" <laughs> Uh, I remember, I remember asking my dad about that. I was like, what, what is a rerun? And he was like, oh, well, it's like when they show shows like the, you know, uh, again, I was like, oh, they do that all the time. And he was like, well, yeah, but like back in 1955, they didn't like every show was like no. broadcast live as it was happening. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> I was so confused. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's uh it it really is hard to talk about about that movie. Like there's so many great things. Like like the the, the little bit about uh Marvin Berry playing at the school dance, right? It's just like clever little gags like that get to me. Yeah. Um you know, it's like it's it's one of those things like you hear the name Marvin Berry, you don't think anything of it and then all of a sudden Johnny B. Good's playing and he's like on the phone, like with like his cousin Chuck and you're like, Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, uh, at, at the end of the movie, um, this is one of the, I, I'm proud of this, I guess, which is dumb, but I'm proud of this because I noticed it before my dad did was, um, at the end of the movie, when he gets back to the mall, yeah, the mall name has changed from Twin Pines Mall to Lone Pine Mall because he ran over the pine tree when he was like escaping the barn. Yeah, I, like there are a lot. I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is there's a lot of references and little like visual and 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 referential um, little jokes yeah. that are that are real subtle and and you know that you get through multiple viewings and and I. I don't think that I've watched it, you know, as an adult and gotten a whole lot new out of it, but I know, but, but like I said, I watched it so many times as a kid that I know that I was pulling new things from it, like all the time. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I don't really have more to say about it. I'm sorry. Um, no, no, you're fucking you have to apologize. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't like there's um, not there's not a whole lot to say than like that they're great movies and you should watch them 
um, and there's a lot of inside information that you can glean from them. I don't know. Do you have a Do you have a favorite scene? Uh, I do. Or like favorite joke. I do like the scene where he goes in in Back to the Future Two mm-hmm. when he's back in was it nineteen eighty five. Uh yeah, and uh, I like the the like Biff Buchanan time reel going off like about like his how he became famous or how he became rich. Um yeah yeah yeah. My favorite joke is probably the like whenever uh his mom like. <laughs> Whenever, <laughs> I can see what you're doing. Yeah, whenever she's like, whenever, whenever Biff is like, uh, "Who's gonna play for you, plastic surgery?" and she's like, "You wanted these, you can have them back." <laughs> like that's one of my favorite jokes. I thought you were gonna say like when he wakes up and he's like, "Mom, you're so big, you're so big." <laughs> no, it's whenever she's like, "You can have them back." Is when that's one of my favorite jokes. <laughs> Oh man. What about um how do you feel about Seamus McFly? I don't know. I feel like that should have been Glover. Mm, I can see that, yeah. And I, I don't know. I think we get into like this weird like area. Like I have a I have a weird thing with Michael J. Fox playing all of these different characters where I feel like it should have been other people, but I feel like Seamus was kind of like a throwaway character. Uh, okay. I mean, he was like, he's kind of like a cameo character, kind of like Leah Thompson for the most part had a cameo in the third movie, right? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, from a genetic sense, it makes more sense that his ancestors would look like him and his mom and not his dad, right? I guess so. Or or it would look like him and his dad, I guess, is, is another way to do it. But like, it wouldn't make sense for his, his, his ancestors to look like his mom and his dad. Yeah, I mean, it was weird for him, for his ancestors to look like him and his mom. I guess. I don't know. Like, my daughter looks like my mom. I don't know. But she also looks like me. I guess so. <laughs> I don't have kids, so I don't know. Ah. Well, if you want to have kids, have kids. If you don't, don't. <laughs> that's, uh, that's my general philosophy on life. I don't know. Because it seems to me there are a lot of people that are interested in whether or not other people have kids. Yeah, there are a lot, of, a lot of people that are very much into uh, what other people's businesses are. Yeah. is dumb. Um, I'm trying to think of other questions to ask you. Because I know you have a lot to say about it. You just... It's hard for don't me. Don't have a lot to say unprompted. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, like, I... I always wondered why there weren't more Back to the Future movies. Because... They left the third movie open-ended. 
There yeah. was a time um, machine I, in the third movie. At the end. There was a time machine. But, you know, I don't know. I guess... Especially after, like, that bothered me, like, it, to the point to where Doc Brown is like, Oh, Marty, we need to destroy the time machine because we can't have any more time machine shenanigans. Uh, but I'm going to make this railroad, this fucking train time machine. And then, yeah, and then Marty's like, well, what about, like, the timeline? He's like, I don't know, I said fuck it. Fuck you, Marty. <laughs> yeah, that was my only problem with the movie was him making the like time machine at the end of the at the end of the third one. Yeah, I know from like a like a behind the scenes standpoint, like Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale have been ha, own the rights to the movie, uh, the franchise, and have just said no, we're not making a fourth one. Yeah. Well, they've taught. I know they've nah, there's yeah. been talking about making remakes. No, they shut those down too. Did they? Yeah, they're like, no, we, we, we have no need or want to. Yeah. Until uh, they need so, money. So, you know, good on them for that. Yeah, until they need money. Yeah, I guess, until they need money. But, you know, Robert Zemeckis has, like, dumb people money, and I'm sure Bob Gale does, too. Probably. I don't know. Um, When did you first see these movies? Oh, my God, dude, I don't remember. I was young. Ah, okay. As a kid? Yeah, yeah, I was definitely a child whenever I saw the first movie. At least. I think I feel like I remember seeing the third movie first. Okay. That that would be a weird entry point. Yeah. Uh cuz I I I feel like I most like most fond of the third movie and I think it's because I saw it first. And then I saw the other okay, movies. Yeah. But I have more fond memories of the third movie than I do any other movie. I think as an adult, the second movie is my favorite. But yeah. I remember like the Biff Land the most. Out of everything. <laughs> Biff Land. Um, man, I... I remember... Dude, I always, I'm sorry, I always say this whenever somebody's like, hey, do you mind if I go do something? Or if I'm like giving them advice or whatnot, and I know they're going to ignore it, I'll be like, you do what you want. I ain't your pappy. <laughs> Which is, you know, a direct reference to this, to the third movie. Yeah. Um, it's. I don't know. I, I I have a hard time quantifying how much these movies mean and and how good they are and 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 you know each movie has its own like qualities and quirks. They're excellent. Um, I, I I think that's what it really that's what makes them hard to talk about. Like they're difficult movies to talk about just because they're so good. Yeah, and and you know, and and I guess. Uh, the last thing that, that that I really want to quickly mention is is is, you know, the effect that they've had on on my life and I'm sure numerous people's lives. Like, the the idea that science can can talk about time travel, um, you know, it really got me heavy into science fiction in general, um, and a lot of science fiction has become science fact and, 
uh, you know, you read, you can, you know, go and find online and read, uh, you know, just numerous accounts of people that got into science because of, you know, these movies, Yeah, you know, they were inspired to be scientists in, in one form or fashion or, or, you know, they, they think of the world, you know, using the scientific method because this movie inspired them to think critically about things, you know, shit like that. It's, um, it's just, these movies were so big and so influential in, in, in so many people's lives. It's, it's, they're really, uh, you know, if they, if there's a movie hall of fame, they're, they're in it. All three of them. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, well, that's it. We have gushed about these movies long enough. We are going to go do other things. I don't know. Um, where can you see them? If you want to, uh, if you want to check them out, you can check them out there on Hulu. I'm not sure if you need a subscription for that or not, but that's where I watched them. Uh, I uh, th- I today. own them, so that's yeah, where you I can I definitely them. buy them. That's where I. There may be a 4K them. print coming sooner or later. Um, I know there's a Blu-ray uh, box set. I know there's a VHS box set. Yeah, I own it. Um, you know, so so check it out. Watch these movies if you haven't. Uh, for some reason, uh, next time uh, we're gonna watch the Adam Project, which is that's Ryan Reynolds, right? Yep, Ryan Reynolds Netflix yeah. movie. Uh, I'm pretty excited about that. I'm always excited about Ryan Reynolds stuff, and um, I guess remember, stay hot and fresh, everyone. Hot and fresh cinnamon rolls, right here. All right, bye. bye. <laughs>